0: Recording live from San Francisco, California, this is Go Filipino! Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino! Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. I stumbled upon a controversial topic a few weeks ago. A wine bar in Washington, D.C., received intense online criticism for naming their establishment after a Tagalog word, "barcada," Barcada, which is spelled as B-A-R-K-A-D-A. It means a tight-knit group of friends, the owners, none of whom are Filipino decided to use barcada as the name of their place because of its meaning, which they associate with their actual close-knit friendship, as well as it has the syllable bar in it. Much of the criticism came from Filipino-Americans who feel that this was a case of cultural appropriation, how they were punished for expressing their heritage while white Americans can easily appropriate minority cultures. Meanwhile, Filipinos living in the Philippines do not see a problem with it. More like they are even proud that foreigners are taking a piece of Filipino culture and presenting it to a wider audience. Here's how I see it and I could be wrong at this. Language evolves. The Tagalog language has incorporated words from Spanish, English and even Nahuatl, the language of the Aztecs in Mexico. And until now, Tagalog speakers continue to evolve the language with recent loanwords like OPA. Oppa, which is spelled as O-P-P-A. In Filipino, it means a Korean young adult male. It is borrowed from Korean, which is used by young females to address older males. It's the same with the English language which has borrowed extensively from Spanish to Greek. There are also American English words that came from Tagalog like bundoks. Bundoks. It is spelled as B-O-O-N-D-O-C-K-S. It means a remote rural area that is generally considered backward and unsophisticated by city dwellers. Bundoks was borrowed from the Tagalog word Bundok. Bundok. Which is spelled as B U N D O K. It means mountain. Incorporating barcada in American English has a potential of enriching the cultural fabric of the United States. But that might take a while as the bar owners have stated that they are looking for a new business name. I'm pretty sure it won't be a Tagalog word. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving 5-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If you can't, leave a review on your podcast listening platform like Spotify. Head on over to podchaser.com. That's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Search for Go Filipino and please post a five-star review. The more five-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. Just like this one, which was posted on Apple Podcast by Blubby Whiskers. Helpful and thorough. I love how things are repeated multiple times and explained so thoroughly. I love listening to this podcast in my free time or in the car. So helpful. Thank you. Walang anuman, Blubby Whiskers. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find Go Filipino Let's Learn Tagalog on YouTube. Finally, check out my merchandise on Public. That's T E E slash user slash pod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will continue our lesson about verbs in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson about Tagalog verbs. This time, it is all about the MA object focus verbs. The ma prefix is used frequently in the Tagalog language for different purposes. We have previously used it to turn root words into adjectives, and then we used it to create actor-focus verbs. This time, we learn how to use the ma prefix to create object-focus verbs. Just like the ma actor-focus verbs, the ma Object focus verbs is about the ability to do something. But in this case, the receiver of the action is the focus of the sentence, not the actor performing the verb. On their own, ma object focus verbs are not command words. Instead, they are used to express the following. First, to create questions about the feasibility to perform the verb. And second, to create sentences wherein the speaker hopes that the action is performed to another person or object that happens to be the focus of the sentence. There are other functions of the ma-object focus verbs, but they are more prominent if we use its aspect affixes, which we will discuss in a future lesson. Let's discuss the first function in detail. These feasibility questions feature the word kaya. 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 KAYA is spelled as K-A-Y-A. Note the glottal stop at the last vowel. It is a feasibility particle that questions the ability to perform an action. Its closest English translation is I wonder if. For example, Makain kaya niyang kinilaw? Makain kaya niyang kinilaw? Makain kaya niyang kinilaw? It means, I wonder if he or she can eat the kinilaw. The focus is on the kinilaw. Word for word it's, makain, kaya, niya, ang, kinilaw. Makain, kaya, niya, ang, kinilaw. Makain, kaya, nya ang, kinilaw. The first word is makain. Makain, makain. Makain is spelled as M-A-K-A-I-N. It means to be able to eat or the feasibility of eating something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word, kain. 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 Which means eating. And then we add the ma prefix to become an object-focused verb. The next word is kaya, which is spelled as K-A-Y-A. It is a feasibility particle that questions the ability to perform an action, which in this case is eating a particular type of dish. Much like the ba particle, the kaya particle is placed right after the predicate. After that, we have nya. 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 nya is spelled as N-I-Y-A. It means he or she in non-focus form. That person may or may not eat something, but he or she is not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A, NG. It is the focus marker that comes before the main noun of the sentence which in this case is KINILAW, 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 KINILAW is spelled as K-I-N-I-L-A-W. It is a Filipino dish that is similar to ceviche, consisting of raw fish mixed with vinegar, sour fruits, and spices. Another example. Mabasa kaya ni Brian ang sulat Mabasa ni Brian ang sulat ko? Mabasa kaya ni Brian ang sulat kameiko?" It means I wonder if Brian can read my handwriting. The focus is on my handwriting. Word for word it's mabasa kaya ni Brian ang sulat kamay ko mabasa kaya ni Brian ang sulat kamay ko mabasa kaya ni Brian ang sulat kamay ko The first word is Mabasa. 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 Mabasa is spelled as M-A-B-A-S-A. It means to be able to read something or the feasibility of reading something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word Basa 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 which means reading and then we add the ma prefix to become an object focused verb. The next word is kaya, which is spelled as K A Y A. It is the feasibility particle that questions whether the actor can perform the action which in this case is reading a specific set of text. Up next we have ni. 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 Ni is spelled as N-I. It is the non-focus name marker, which introduces the name of the person who is supposed to perform the act of reading, but is not the focus of the sentence. That person happens to be Brian And then we have ang which is spelled as a n g It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence which happens to be sulat kamai sulat kamai sulat kamai sulat kamai is spelled as s u l a t hyphen K-A-M-A-Y It means handwriting or penmanship. Sulat Kamai is a combination of two words. Sulat, which means writing, and kamai, which means hand. But whose handwriting is Brian supposed to read? The answer is introduced by the next word. Ko Ko. Ko. Ko is spelled as K-O. In this context, ko means my. Sulat kamay ko means my handwriting. More about the ma object focus verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. Another function of the ma object focus verbs is to express hope that the action is performed to another person or object that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It features the word sana. 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 Sana is spelled as S-A-N-A. It is a particle that expresses hope or a wish. Its closest English equivalent is "I hope" or "I wish." For example, matanggap sana niya ang padala. Matanggap sana niya ang padala. Matanggap sana niya ang padala. It means "I hope he or she would receive the remittance." The focus is on. The remittance. Word for word it's Matanggap Sana Nya Ang Padala Matanggap Sana Nya Ang Padala Matanggap Sana Nya Ang Padala The first word is Matanggap Matangap. Matangap. Matangap is spelled as M A T A N G G A P. In this context, it means to be able to receive something or the feasibility of receiving something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word Tangap. 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 Which means to receive or to accept. And then we add the ma prefix to become an object focus verb. The next word is sana. 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 Sana is spelled as s-a-n- a. It is the wish particle that expresses hope that the act of receiving would happen. Its placement in the sentence is similar to the ba particle, which we have discussed in lesson 28. The next word is nya, which is spelled as n-i-y-a. It means he or she in non-focus form. This person is supposed to perform the act of receiving, but it's not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as a It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of the sentence. And that is padala. 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 Padala is spelled as p, a, D-A-L-A Its literal meaning is something that is passed on. But in this context, padala also means remittance, a transmission of money from one place to another. This is the focus of the sentence. Another example, Masabi sana ni ang totoo. Masabi sana ni ang totoo. Masabi sana ni Ken ang totoo. It means, I hope Ken would tell the truth. The focus is on the truth. Word for word it's, Masabi Sana Ni Ken Ang Totoo Masabi Sana Ni Ken ang, totoo, masabi, sana, ni, ken, ang, totoo. The first word is masabi, 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 masabi is spelled as M, A, S, A, B, I. It means to be able to say something or the feasibility of saying something that happens to be the main topic of the sentence. It comes from the root word sabi. 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 Which means what is said or to say something. And then we add the ma prefix to become an object-focused verb. The next word is sana which is spelled as S-A-N-A. It is the wish particle that expresses hope that the act of saying something would happen. It is followed by Ni, which is spelled as N-I. It is the non-focus actor name marker, which introduces the name of the person who the speaker wishes will perform the act of speaking but it's not the focus of the sentence. That person happens to be Ken. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of the sentence. And that is, totoo. Totoo. Tot-o. Totoo. Totoo is spelled as t, o, t. It is an adjective root word which means true or real or factual. Ang totoo is an informal way of saying the truth. We will learn more about the ma-object focus verbs after this break. Welcome back to go filipino some root words that begin with d are switched into r when adding the ma prefix for example marinig kaya nina michelle at melinda ang chismis nina michelle at melinda ang chismis nina michelle at melinda ang it means i wonder if michelle and melinda would hear the rumor the focus is on the rumor. Word for word, it's marinig, kaya, nina, michelle, at melinda, ang chismis. Marinig, kaya, nina, michelle, at melinda, ang chismis. Marinig, kaya, nina, michelle, at melinda, ang, chismis. The first word is marinig. Marinig, marinig, marinig is spelled as M, A, R, I, N, I, G. It means to be able to hear something or the feasibility of hearing something that happens to be the main topic of the sentence. It comes from the root word dinig dinig denig, which means hearing or listening. And then we switch the D into R before adding the ma prefix to become an object-focused verb. Up next we have Kaya which is spelled as K A Y A. It is the feasibility particle that questions whether the actor can perform the action, which in this case is hearing something. The next word is nina 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 is spelled as N I N A. It is the non-focus actor's name marker, which introduces the people who you wonder whether they would hear something, but they are not the focus of the sentence. Their names are Michelle and Melinda. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of the sentence, and that is meese. Chismis. Chismis. Chismis is spelled as T, S, I, S, M, I, S. It means rumor or gossip. The focus of this sentence. Chismis is borrowed from the Spanish word chismes. Some object focus verbs that begin with ma also come with and, at the end, to express a feeling or an experience on something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. For example, Maramdaman mo sana ang pag-ibig ko. Maramdaman mo sana ang pag-ibig ko. Maramdaman mo sana ang pag-ibig ko. It means, I hope you would feel my love. The focus is on my love. Word for word it's Daman Mo Sana Ang Pag-ibig Ko Maramdaman Mo Sana Ang Pag-ibig Ko Maramdaman Mo Sana Ang Pag-ibig ko. The first word is maramdaman. 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 Maramdaman is spelled as M A R A M D A M A N. It means to be able to feel or the feasibility of feeling something that happens to be the focus of the sentence. It comes from the root word dam-dam. 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 Which means to feel. And then we switch the first D into R before adding the ma-prefix and the an-suffix to become an object focus verb. The next word is mo 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 is spelled as m o it means you in non-focus form you wish this person would feel something but he or she is not the focus of the sentence up next we have sana which is spelled as s a n a it is the wish particle that expresses hope that the act of feeling would happen. And then we have ang, which is spelled as A and G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of the sentence. And that is pag-ibig. 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 Pag-ibig is spelled as P, A, G. Hyphen, I, B, I, G. It means love. Specifically, romantic or affectionate love. The focus of the sentence. But whose love is it? The answer is in the next word. Ko, which is spelled as K-O. In this context, it means my. Pag-ibig ko means my love. We will be right back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. Normally, I introduce one new Tagalog word every day on social media. But for only $1 a month, you will receive two new Tagalog words to learn each day. If you subscribe for $5 a month, you will get two new Tagalog words as well as early access to newly published lessons and song translations on YouTube, plus exclusive content like lesson plans and a bonus presentation at the end of each month. A big shout-out to our current $5 patrons. Caroline Jane Walsh Jess L Gladys Trinidad Elaine Nina Le, Christian Di Malanta Carla Roger Schachtel Natasha Esguera, Teresa Salud, Selina Bello, Glenn McKenzie, John Bailey, Craig Putz, Ken Yeager, Brian, Melinda O'Connor, Michelle, Isaac Buwan, and Kirsty. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can also subscribe to my Patreon that's patreon.com. Go Filipino pod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. The ma prefix has multiple functions in the Tagalog language, one of which is to turn root words into object focus verbs. The ma object-focused verbs when their aspect affixes are not used are usually expressed in feasibility questions and sentences that wish or hope for certain actions to happen. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Kapag Ingit, pumikit, kapag nainggit pumikit kapag nainggit pumikit it means when you feel envious close your eyes never let envy and jealousy cloud your judgment word for word it's kapag nainggit pumikit kapag nainggit pumikit kapag Nainggit. Pumikit. Again, kapag nainggit, pumikit. Until next time, paalam. Bye bye This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.